Welcome to the Untaming Femininity Podcast. I'm Igena Gerazi. And I'm Sam Allen. And we believe that untamed women are real and powerful. Our podcast is all about inspiring curious women like you to speak and live your truth and to express your femininity on your own terms. Tune in for your weekly dose of depth, lightness and heartfelt shares. Welcome everyone to our third season of the Untaming Femininity podcast. And this season, we have actually called it Untaming Your Truth. Are you excited about that, Sam? <laughs> I am excited. And it's also a little bit scary, right? Truth, untaming my truth. What am I in for here today? Yes, you're in for a ride. <laughs> and this season is going to be, we're going to have so many guests where they're coming with their truths. And we are so looking forward to revealing and unveiling truths from everyone so that's the reason you're making me kick off with my truth right Megana? yes exactly yeah and what a better guest than you sam today to be in our podcast and you saying your truth well thank you and knowing you quite well and quite deeply and having worked with you for so long now i know that authenticity has been one in your guiding, guiding values. And you, you so live so much in integrity with that word. So I would ask you, how do you actually maintain this integrity with, with authenticity? Like, is that a big struggle? Or how, how is it for you? I absolutely love that question. And you are honestly the queen of amazing questions. <laughs> and funnily enough, when I hear it, it takes me back to when I wasn't honoring that value at all, which has been the start of this journey, actually. Um, and I guess that's the first bit of untaming this particular truth. Uh, because there was a time when I was in a job where I honestly felt like I was going through the motions and that I had to kind of keep my head down, you know, go unnoticed, do what I was supposed to do. And um, honestly, during that time, Megana, it's um, painful even really to, to think back to that. But I was very much a diluted, watered down shadow of myself during those days. And that lasted for quite a while. Um, it had an impact on me. And I was noticing that being in that place was spilling over, even though when I was out of the working day, it didn't feel like that, say, at home or with friends or something, it was still impacting my energy and the way that I related to my own identity. And there was honestly a profound feeling of being unfulfilled and, and unexpressed. So it started there. That's great. I didn't know you at that time, but what a shift, yeah. honestly, to, to see the difference between the two. And what actually made you take that shift? I think it was a few things happening around the same time. However, I do have to go back to the summer when I was having a realization, you know, the school holidays had just started. I felt exhausted, depleted, and 
yeah, kind of searching. I was in a searching place <laughs> and I, I was flicking through a, a magazine. I think it was Psychology's magazine. And I saw an advertisement for becoming a life coach um, in one weekend online. <laughs> um, I don't know, it got my curiosity because I'd always wanted to find out more about coaching. And I've been on a self-development path from a very early age. And so it spoke to me. And then I kind of um, said to my partner, look, do you think this is something that, you know, I could do? And he's like, listen, if you're really going to be serious about this, I suggest you do the research, you find out, you know, how you properly become a life coach. Of course, he was right. Hail to Andy. Hail to Andy. Thank you, Andy. <laughs> exactly. And um, anyway, to cut a very long story short, um, a few conversations later, um, I signed up for my first training weekend and I guess the experience being in that room on the first day in the fundamentals course they called it as you know I just had this visceral emotional knowingness that who I am and how I'm meant to serve authentically was that and it was like the penny dropped, you know, it was like, no. you can't go on that way when this is who you are, you know, exactly what you mean. Yeah. Have you had that experience? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, not wanting to cut through your, your story, but it's exactly, especially I think when you go through the journey of coaching, it's because you have to see yourself really clearly in the mirror, especially if you're going to work with people, it's, that's where you start. It's really starting with self. Yeah, exactly that. Uh, and then, of course, you know, all along that journey, um, you can't help but find out and rediscover and unearth all sorts of things about yourself. Because in order to be able to work with other human beings in a deep way, you need to know yourself deeply. And um, that process was life changing because I realized how much of my vibrancy of my colors, of my um, essence was being diluted and was not gonna let that happen anymore. So I think that the path to, let's call it reclaiming authenticity <laughs> because um, that's what it was, you know, it kind of started there. Um, and then parallel to that journey was the loss of my father who I loved dearly and who I've spoken about a lot um, in podcasts. Um, and just, having this moment on, a, on the walk to work, you know, of um, getting a message to write it down and starting to write poetry on a daily basis and then sharing it and, and having people respond so positively and so encouragingly to my expression. It just, it made me realize, you know, wow, I've only got one life and these colors, you know, the weird bits, the, the fun bits, the eccentric bits, they are all gifts that I can actually offer out. And so I started to realize, hold on, it's kind of selfish when you have that stuff to mm. sit back, you know? Thank you for being that courageous to actually stand up and, and seeing your true gifts. And thank you for sharing all those gifts with us. Thank you. And you always are so good at speaking to that. I really appreciate it. Yeah, and um, yeah, there was something there that was happening around um, 
actually, you know, as I think about it, it was that value of authenticity has always been really important to me. One of my most important values. So it was that knowingness then, shit, you know, this really huge value of mine, I haven't been honoring for such a long time. And so it was like screaming at me, now you will. (laughs) And, And I, you know, I'm, I'm humbled by that because uh, it comes from a heart place. And so now really, yeah, like how, how I try to live. And I, I'm not always getting there because let's face it, we're human beings and we fuck up all the time. But, you know, how I do try to live is with, um, with high integrity towards my value of authenticity. And I really feel it when I compromise at all on that. It's mm-hmm. like, it feels like it has to be almost non-negotiable. Yes, please. Please stay you. And and I I remembered the first impact that I had on you and, and the authenticity like of who you are, right? And I remember, you know, your crazy leggings and and you had you had these different blouses, you know, uh, custom made with all kinds of hashtags and sayings and and I love that and your weird makeup as well <laughs> and your long earrings which is it's so it's so you and it's so inspiring as well right because I'm more into making things fit together colors fit together you know like at certain boxes the understanding of beauty is quite different in us Right. And, and that was so inspirational to see, hey, I got my own <laughs> show going on, which is which is yeah very inspirational. So thank you for that. Oh, thanks, Magena. I love hearing how you express that. And, um, you know, I have to say, as you know, we have many parts inside of us and the expressive, wild, eccentric part of me that's, you know, hell bent on authenticity, just loves the crazy makeup and the weird clothing and, and the colors and everything. And then there's a, you know, there's a more shy, um, sensitive part of me. And I notice sometimes, say I'm going out, you know, and I've got my lips leggings on, <laughs> and my, you know, some kind of weird top. Um, I noticed that shy side kind of having a dialogue with the other side saying, do you really want to wear that out, honestly? <laughs> but like, there's some- it gets overridden there because um I really am such an advocate for self-expression um what I want for the people that I work with is that they fully express themselves in whatever weird and wonderful way that is Mm. what I know to be true is that if I'm not doing that myself how on earth could I possibly invite other people to to do that and so yeah for me this is like almost kind of a mission really um And in terms of appearance and stuff, you know, outward appearance, I'm not, as you know, (laughs) bothered at all really by how um, people think I look. Um, I'm very bothered by how people, how I make people feel. Um, But what I am bothered about with regards to appearance is that how I look represents who I am. So if I'm coming across as I am by the way I dress and (laughs) the way I put on my weird makeup and stuff like that then that feels aligned to me and in a way this might sound a bit weird but I feel really beautiful like that even though it doesn't look like a standardized way (laughs) you know it doesn't fit in with any aesthetic um, ideals around beauty it feels beautiful to me and that's what I want yeah 
It's also beautiful. It's very, very beautiful and inspirational. And I'm also curious, have you ever experienced like judgment from people or people not wanting to work with you or immediately having those reactions and then people shutting off? I love that question. And the answer is um, yes, I'm sure. <laughs> uh, like we all do, people are constantly making judgments and appraisals about each other you know that's kind of how the mind works and that is the risk you take if you don't try to conform you know it's probably creating a bit more of a marmite effect as we would say in England you know you either love it or you hate it but what I do find is that most times there's a curiosity that comes and of course we are so much more than what we wear and you know all the things that we decide to paint ourselves with and so um yeah I think that the connections that that I make with people come from the heart and so um those that um maybe judge me initially generally um with time that's gonna fade into nothingness because there'll be a heart connection and those that judge me and decide well that's a bit weird I don't you know it's not for me then they're not my people anyway you know they're not my tribe and so um I'm at peace with that. Hmm. Yeah, I love that. And definitely the people that are around you are blessed to have your presence and that heart connection. What is one of the hardest decisions that you had to take around authenticity? Or have what have you lost during oh. that journey of yeah, yeah. connecting to your authenticity? So what have I lost? I guess, you know, what comes there, it's not a specific example, but there are things that people just do. And when they just do them, then it creates a sense of identity that people can relate to. So there are times where I feel like, because I'm not very vanilla, you know, not everybody can immediately identify with that because maybe their framework is or to fit in, I need to blend with this, you know, and I don't try to blend, <laughs> let's face it. Um, so yeah, I, I guess there is, the things that I sometimes may lose is that instant uh, recognition of um, normality or something like that, you know, or I'm just making stuff up here, but speaking to what comes, I guess people might not be able to feel like they understand to start with, or um, it might be so far removed from how they operate and how they feel, you know, uh, personal identity needs to be expressed socially. That could be something that that would, um, I don't know whether I lose from it, but you know what, as I'm saying this, I think maybe they lose. <laughs> um, but, but maybe I lose that blending ability. Yeah. Mm. That blend, I know how to blend, by the way, you know, I'm not, I'm, I'm pretty well versed in adapting. Um, and I used to do it all the time. But going, I've gone a lot the other way with my, the expression of my identity. And certainly in that, I've lost the will to blend. Mm, I love that clarity. Yeah. And I do want to clarify further that I have increased the will to connect in doing that. Because when I do connect, people are really seeing me. So I know that when that happens, it's from a place of genuine affinity and not from a place of 
oh yeah she's like that so she'll be okay <laughs> you know it's like um it's coming from it's coming from genuine and authentic connection I love that because it also feels a journey of depth journey of deep deep as you said deep connection and coming from the heart and love and really connecting to to a soul you know like soul to soul connection yeah. and without the elder judgments being free of all that but really seeing the person for who they are you said that so so fantastically that's exactly what it is it's exactly who i am and what i seek and and i'm also aware as you say that that not everyone wants a soul connection right some people aren't at that stage where they know their own souls well enough to want to share it with anyone else or perhaps they just don't look for that type of connection and so that's interesting when you say that because that comes up for me and and so I guess what I'm learning as I speak is that I almost only want soul connections and if not it feels like that could be inauthentic to me as well mm, yeah that's amazing. That's also very inspiring to me because I love connection as well. And at the same time, I know that I do not connect deeply with everyone. I don't let old people in, in that sense. I mean, it's, it's a two-way street. But Magena, you have this enviable ease in the way that you connect that I just think it's like, it's so smooth and it's so effortless with you. And oh, don't change that because like how, you know, I know you pretty well and, and I know that that's so authentic to you. Thank you. And coming back to your authenticity, is there any room for growth there? Ah, yes. I, so here we go. As an empath, being an empath is my biggest struggle with authenticity. And where this is the most challenging is in person, actually, as when I'm physically with people who I love, <laughs> which I love doing, I receive so much of what's coming from them in my system, it, around me, hearing it, feeling it, sensing it, you know, the stuff um, is all, it's all coming in. And so at times in those situations, depending on how much information is coming in, I have to either actively choose to, you know, center, come back to me, respond consciously, or I can get quite hijacked by the information, which takes me out of authenticity. And it takes me more into a place of meeting others' needs, feeling others' stuff, uh, even trying to be how I think they need me to be in order to sustain the interaction. Um, that's still a place of um, growth for me. Yeah, and it's, I can't say I've mastered that, I have to say. I sometimes better than others. Um, and if I'm in a group of people, it's particularly challenging for me. Um, mainly like in a big social group, not so much in a personal development space, but when I'm in a big social group, I become too aware and too conscious of information mm -hmm. that 
can lead me to hold back, become quite quiet, um, or act in a way that's pleasing rather than authentic. So, yeah, still, you know, still some some growth there for sure. And at the same time, I've also seen you in big groups where you become the voice of the group and the voice of truth, speaking for everyone and, and protecting, basically being the voice of truth. Thank you. Interesting you use those words because, you know, like how with us both being coaches, we are often looking at life purpose with clients and life purpose with ourselves. And, you know, I think it's constantly evolving. But um, my current version of my actual life purpose is speaking truth with love. Um, so that really, you know, when, when you say that to me, it actually touches my heart because I feel like at least in some areas, that's the impact that I'm having, you know? Um, so there is a, a connection to that. Yeah, definitely. And you do that. You really live your life purpose. And thank you, Sam. Thank you for being you. Thank you for bringing all the authenticity, being a role model of authenticity and for inspiring us with your journey and your truth and your voice and your poems and your courage and your creativity and so much more. So thank you. Thank you, Magena. This has been a cracking way to start off season three of the Untaming Femininity podcast. And I want to acknowledge you because you just took me to places that I didn't think we would go to with this topic. And I do want to say just for anybody listening right now that we really like to keep quite a fluid approach to our podcasting. We think about a topic, we brainstorm a little bit, and then we trust the conversation. And you have just modeled how you can take someone to these places in themselves by just trusting um, your intuition. So cracking questions. And thank you for, for allowing me to express authentically all the time. Oh, thank you. You make that possible, Sam. So stay tuned because we have a lot of amazing, powerful women joining our podcast this season. And for theirs, truth. I'm also looking super, super forward to that. And yeah, exactly, Magena. And also, I'd just love to put a little plug in for our Vibrant Females Conscious Leadership Program. We have just kicked off our second program. The group of women is absolutely amazing. And just to let all of our listeners know that we're actually having new programs running at the beginning of each month. So if you're getting curious about connecting more deeply to your authenticity, to your authentic, colorful, truthful expression, then please do reach out. We are currently taking bookings for October and November, and we would love to have you be part of this program. Thank you for listening to the Untaming Femininity podcast. Join our inspiring tribe of women on Facebook to experience a deeper connection with yourself and to feel the empowerment of female solidarity. Tune in next Sunday for your weekly dose of depth, lightness and heartfelt shares.